So do you want me to remove and then you add me in? How do you want to play it? It's your show. Let's just remove you out. Hello, 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 and welcome once again to another amazing show. Thank you, everybody, for coming on live. Again, to the over and over again, review extra time. And to you, Adam, my friend, welcome. Welcome, brother. It is great to be back. I couldn't awesome. want to be anywhere else right now. I'm very, very happy. <laughs> very much looking forward to the next hour or so in your fantastic company. Oh, Adam, mate, it's you that makes it. The voice of reason. The voice of reason wow. as I start losing, losing it and using some of my Lancet we'll, passion. We'll see a, I, wanted to, I wanted to just we'll first see about off, that tonight. Mate, just wanted to first off say, absolutely well done to the Lionesses for their qualification. And when I just left, they were 1-0 up. Beautiful, beautiful penalty. Well taken. Well done, girls. Actually showing the boys what it's like to actually win something for a change. That's why you should never have the Tottenham captain being the England captain. Just put it out there, mate. Just put it out there. Well Leading the way. Leading the way. So, look, today we've got a jam-packed show. We're going to look back on Sunday. Have a little chat about that. Have see where we ended up. I want to, I've got, as always, got some statistics that sit within there. Um, really want to look forward to Thursday as well. I'm really excited. We're back in Europe. The boys are going to be doing it. And if it wasn't, I was in Birmingham with uh, work. I would definitely, I would have actually flown out there. Um, and then, of course... You and I and the rest of the over and over again, gang, we're all getting together at the Emirates, aren't we? North London! Getting there all on well, Sunday. Maybe my, we're getting my badge right is there today. What are we doing? Here we go. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've, I've got, got a badge on my arm today. It's a bit there weird. you go, mate. There doesn't you go. feel right. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be meeting up again. And we'll have a little look at Everton um, in there. So, so look, without further ado, mate, what's your feelings about Sunday? What do you think? Um, do you know what? It's taken a little while to get over it. Um, and again, I'm not, I wasn't surprised with the result, unfortunately. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just that I think we mentioned it last week, right? Old Trafford's all, lately has always had this kind of aura about it. And I did think it was a real test uh, for the players. I mean, the, the frustrating thing is, I'd say we outplayed them for 70 minutes out of that 90 minutes quite easily. And that's the real frustration, the fact that we, we just wasn't clinical enough. That, that's the problem for me. There was some real dodgy decisions, which have obviously been well publicised. I know that was covered a lot on the show last night. I don't want to go over old ground. Um, but I do think, above all else, we were a little bit tactically naive in the second half. I felt that, you know, when we lost the second goal, I felt, you know, he didn't really need to make three substitutions at that time. He should have, he, he made it, what, three minutes after the second goal and just before the third. And I felt that that between them, their two goals just really imbalanced us. And I, and I think whether it was just panic a little bit where he's got count or, you know, we just, after that, we lost our shape. We lost our fluidity and we were never going to get back into it. Um, you know, the couple of goals, I think we could have dealt with them better. You know, Man United's goals, like every goal I felt we could have dealt with them better. Neither of them I would really tell. Fantastic goal. I think there was some defensive lapses. Certain players fell asleep. Didn't help when the referee had a stinker. By the way, we've seen Tierney today. Paul Tierney's come out and actually admitted that uh, it was a soft um, foul today. Have you seen it? He's come out and actually said that. Oh, so he's come th out today, the referee, and he's come out and said um, he agrees that it was soft. Um, he wasn't going to give it because he didn't see it as a foul in normal time. Um, but then when he heard that VAR recommended to, to give it, he didn't want to overturn another referee. He didn't want to be seen after what had gone over the weekend of not trusting another referee. 
Oh my right. god! And I just think that's a, such a cop out, completely. I heard it on the radio earlier, and then I read like the transcript about it. It's the biggest cop out in the world. He admits he was wrong, but he didn't want to upset someone else. How's that help us? Because the first goal in that game was always going to be vital, always yeah. going to be vital. And we had got that just after the first ten minutes. When to be fair, United were on top. That yeah. first ten minutes, United were on top, and then we got a foothold. Bong, great goal, great pass, great finish. That could have literally put them to sleep. But the fact that that then was disallowed, that really lifted the crowd for them um, and got them back into it again. But Just it grow is a pair of man apples. You know, be a man. Yeah. You're there, you're paid to do a job. Now, this is a Mancunian anyway. So he's born in Manchester, this bloke. Yeah, so he's always, him. always, always on our problem. You know, and there's one thing that, that, that you know, people have been saying to me, oh, this is the big, you know, this, this was the big <clears> test. We failed, uh, you know, but but was it? Was it actually the big test? Have a look at these stats, mate. Have a look at these stats. Um, and, you know, when when I when I look at these, right, you know, actually it was a bigger test for Man United than it was for us. You know, we've won 50% of the games that we've played them over the last six games. So it's not the yeah. big test, right? And I tend to agree with you. I tend to agree with you from, from, from a possession perspective. Um, you know, when you look at that, you know, the odds really were in our favour to win. Yeah, we got a habit of beating them. Um, and so, you know, again, you know, when we look at something like, the, you know, we look at the formations, they matched us again, you know, very similar so from a formational perspective, they actually matched us, you know, sort of one-to-one. I have to say Rashford's goal was very good. Good finish, good finish, yeah. oh, yeah, good finish, great finish, yeah. It was a great, great finish, but, you know, tactically, they sort of went, they, they didn't try and stifle the midfield, they, they sort of went for free-flowing football. But I totally agree with you. I mean, Martinelli was the bane was the absolute bane of their lives. The absolute bane of their but lives. But the annoying thing about that is why we didn't sustain that. Because we saw that early on that Martin... Like, again, you put it on the group saying he should go at Dallow, etc. on our, yeah. our WhatsApp group. But after that, when he scored that goal, why we didn't sustain the breakdown there? Like we had, we like we said before, the left-hand side has been where we're getting a lot of success this season. But we didn't seem yeah. to get down there enough during that game as much as would have liked to. And when we did... It was causing problems. I just don't understand sometimes why, when you can see there's a weakness, why you just don't go for it. Go for the jugular. Yeah. Um, we were, Double you know, um, uh, yeah. So it, that confused me a little bit as to uh, why we didn't push that more. You know, and, and, and when you look at you, you look at the um, the statistics, and we'll get to those in a sec. But when I was watching that game, I was watching. I mean, Martinelli has been absolutely unplayable this season. Right, I'm not saying he's Harland or anything like that, but genuinely, genuinely, the most frightening play that we currently have. Yeah. On I said last night, I'll say it again, but there's not something not quite, not quite right with Bakayo. I, I, you know, I don't, he started slow. I'm hoping he's going to pick up for the um, season. I genuinely do. Something's not quite right with the kid. And I, I don't think he had a, a particularly good game yesterday. Yes, he smashed in a, an absolute blinder. And I hope that's going to do his confidence the world of good. But look, let's have, you know, when we're talking about scoring goals, let's have a look at some of these statistics. When you look at the, 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 the breakdown on it, they didn't actually get into our six-yard box at all. You know, when you look at what Jesus was in, and Jesus was an absolute monster was a monster on Sunday he really was he was unplayable along with Martinelli and you can see that but it's the end product it's that's not the problem scoring. like those they say stats don't lie but they kind of do in that regard because it was we weren't clinical enough and that's been something that probably we have been so far this season but it's been masked because we have been winning you know we yeah. have been winning the games but we quite easily in all of these games could have scored five six goals easily but we haven't been clinical enough. And like like we just said there, I think that you've got the stats here. You know, the amount of goals, you know, I think we had, I think I read somewhere that we had 44 touches in their 18-yard box to Manchester United 17 in ours. Yet they scored three goals, we scored one. So it just shows to show you it's not necessarily the what you have, it's what you do with it. You know what exactly I mean? And that's that. one thing, that's the thing we've got to really tighten up on because 6%. you would think that, yeah, and part of me thinks they've still got that reluctance to have a pop. You know, yeah. sometimes you're just thinking, have a pop, have a pop, what's the worst that can happen? Um, and sometimes, again, it's like the old Arsenal, they want to pass it in, score that perfect goal. Let's get a couple of goals first, then do that. Do you know what I mean? Then do that. But there's got to be something that can be done about that. Do you know what I mean? Because at the moment, it's you know, even though things are still good, I'm still very positive. It could be so much more. It could be so much better if we can work on that final, final finishing 
Flurry. Listen, let's, let's not look at like let's try and not be too negative because uh, yeah, but a six percent conversion conversion ratio is just not good enough, right? It really no, isn't. No way. Um, no way. You know that 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 the Saka ball play. Yeah, we we we're reverting back into that play on to Saka. Odegaard, and I spoke about it last night. Should have should have just leathered it. Like like I, I'm not sure. I mean, he's amazing to watch. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. bad, wasn't it? And anybody, bad. Any, anybody that turns around and says he's a poor man's silver or whatever he is, forget it. You're an idiot. Um, like he is absolute world class, but for some reason he hesitates in front of the goal. Gabby's goal, even though it was stolen from us by um Tierney, who's done this time and time again. And I'm gonna go over what I said yesterday about you know New Year's Day. You know, Tierney stole it from us, right? You know, ultimately, um, guys, like yeah, he, he, it just has to pick pick the game up. We have to actually work with it. We have to actually we have to be working the goalie just a hell of a lot more because ultimately, yeah. you know, we are not going to um, we're not going to progress in the league unless we become a little bit more clinical in front of goal. Now, if I mean, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, but if we look at what um, that, that that ball over the top and, and, and Martinelli's pace. Oh, it was instinctive, just, clinical. It was great. It was brilliant. Unreal. Unreal. Absolutely. It reminded um, me that goal. Obviously, it won't get talked down as a goal. It reminded me a bit about Henri, that kind of electric pace past defenders, yeah. instinctive, you know, pass that shot over the keeper. That's what it kind of reminded me of it. And when it went in, there was no way that I thought it was going to get overturned. No way. Obviously, you no. look back on it and you can understand why. And I think Rich touched on it in the chat last night that if it was reversed, would we have wanted to see it chalked off? And I agree with him. I would have probably been like, no, it was a foul. It was a foul. So he's kind of like trying to see devil's advocate a little bit in that. And I do kind of see that angle. But there was no way when it was fast speed that I thought that was going to be given, you know, for any other reason. Oh, it was a mate, great pass. Yeah. And I don't really care. I want everything to go against Man United. I want Arsenal to get everything to go for Man United. Uh, for Arsenal, oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, geez. Um, I, want it to, I want it to go for us. But if you've got, an attacking capability like Gabriel Martinelli. If you have got somebody who is so prolific when it comes down that left hand side, why are we not playing him? Why why are we not playing those balls into? Why are we not Ballo? Like I said, like you know, we talked about that having Tierney in there. I mean, Zinchenko did well for the first I don't know, sixty odd minutes, sixty five minutes. It was it was doing particularly well, and then you could see that, that the fitness wasn't there. It wasn't quite right. And so, at some point, yeah. you have to actually turn around and say, "Sorry, guys, you know, you got a world-class left back in Tierney that can bomb on and do really well, and you've got Xhaka that can actually fit in behind and look out for him, you know, and cover those runs. And if you have that level of pace with Gabriel Martinelli and you've got um, Tierney bombing on, or even Xhaka bombing on, with Tierney, yeah. Tierney coming up to stop on Dallow, but it'd be a different, it'd be a different. And I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. No, it confused me as well. I mean, like. I even saw, right, again on, on Twitter after the game, there was a lot of players getting slated. And one of the players got slated was Martinelli. And it wasn't just one. It was a couple of people who were saying to me, um, I, I don't think Martinelli's good enough. And I was like, what game have, I didn't, what game have you been watching? Where have you been watching? Yeah. Like, he's like, for me, he's, he's been such a revelation this season. He's fast. He's bulked up. He's scoring goals. He's creating chances. I think people just say things for a bit of attention. Obviously, they do it sometimes, yeah. but yeah, we know it's it. just like it's ridiculous. Like you know, I don't know where they're coming from, and I'm thinking that for me at the moment, Martinelli's the first name on the team sheet for me. Like oh, okay. his position is not under threat. He might no. get rotated out this week. We'll talk about that probably later, but there's no doubt about it that you know going forward, he's so important. If we can concentrate and get you know playing around that left, he could be unstoppable. What's a player? I mean, what's a player? And again, we're, we're, I think we need to adjust our tactics, you know, especially if Saka's not doing it for us. Because he's Well, not. I thought we had a game, we've we, we touched on it before, like, we do seem to be playing much more down the left, whereas last season we were going down the right with Odegaard and Saka. So we do seem to be going more down the left this season, and perhaps that's it. And I said, like, last week, is it the fact that we're not seeing Saka as heavily involved, the fact that we're not thinking that actually something's not quite right there? Or... Are we not getting involved because Sonic isn't quite right? It's one of these things that we'll never quite we'll, we'll never quite know. But I like to think maybe it's the fact that Martinelli's so prominent, Saka's not really getting a look in because of that yeah. reason. But who knows? I don't, get, I, I don't get how anybody could turn around and say that Martinelli's not good enough. Nah, me neither. I mean, me neither. Know, 
there, there are a lot of mental health places that will, ha- will help these people out, honestly. Because yeah. I have, in fact, I had a load of Man United fans. I got some friends of mine that are Man United fans, and one of them messaged me, and he went, Gabriel Martinelli. He was there. He said, "Unbelievable." He said, "I would love him in our team. I'd absolutely yeah. love him in our team. What a player!" Um, and Do you I, know what? I, most most football football fans know their football say exactly the same thing. I've got friends who support so many different clubs, and they all say. Out of all your players, he's the one that scares me if we're yeah. playing him. He is the one that moment that is scaring me because he's got everything now. Like when he first came to us, he looked good, but he didn't have that physical presence. He's got that now. He's he's got that muscle. He's got he's becoming a bit like Ronaldo in a way. Like when Ronaldo first went to United, he was a bit lightweight. He was getting pushed off the ball. Then he bulked up. You know, he, he built that muscle, and now that's what Martinelli seems to be doing. And you know, if he's half the player that Ronaldo is, you know, then we've, we've got a star on our end. But I think that, you know, the world's his oyster. I, what I love about him is he's um, humble. He's a team player. He comes over really well. Not very good with a haircut. So I have to say, he, he's got a Brazilian <laughs> mullet, which kind yeah. of kind of does it for me. Well, mate, yeah, does it for us all. Um, <laughs> At least he's got air. Yeah. <laughs> be nice, that'd be nice. But... Look, he's he comes over not as petulant as um, Ronaldo, but then Ronaldo's won almost everything in the world. So I think yeah, he has a, he's a he's earned the right. He's earned the right. I a think. little bit of arrogance, but you know, just just be humble. For me, the other standout player that nobody's mentioned is um, Sambi. I thought I thought he done well again. He, I thought he, um, he lagged a little bit in the second half when the yes. pressure was on. I think, but in the first half, he was looking comfortable again. He held his own again. I think that. For me, you sometimes you only notice players when they're making mistakes, and the fact that we he wasn't really getting noticed is a good sign in the yes. position he's in. Do you know what I mean? So because he could quite easily be seen that way, but for me, he was solid again. I just felt he ran out of legs a little bit in the second half. I Understand felt that, he but he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't the only one. Like when we lost our shape, he lost his way a little bit. Um, I felt he possibly needed one of the leaders in the team to help him a little bit. Uh, but we were panicking a little bit in the second half once we lost that second goal and it was, you know, nothing about it. But again, I felt some of the criticism of him has been very unfair. Um, he's only going to get better with, with game time and he should get a few more of those now. Great talent. Great talent. And um, really nice to see him kicking the living daylights out of Max Hominy. Now, oh, yeah. I don't ever, I, like, I never actually ever want to see any, any football player hurt. Uh, with one exception. Um, I don't want a career-ended or leg break or anything. I just want to see that guy slapped really hard by somebody, like repeatedly, because I've never seen a filthier player. He's um, just a thug, and he's just a thug. Yeah. That, that, yeah, and again, Tierney, you know, seriously, two-handed push. Two-handed push on uh, Martinelli by McTominay, just walks away on Chalon, you know, as if that's yeah. the way to do it. So so uh, when Sambi was kick, kicking the living daylights out of him, good, good on him. Like, you know, we are not going to sit back. Um, we are not going to sit back. We're not going to, um, you know, take it. It's, this, team does, this team doesn't actually care about who you are anymore. They, I, I don't think they're overawed by it all. They'll just go in and do it. Um, gonna put, I'm just going to put something up that Shane's just put up. Honestly, Jack has been so good for us. Always will be first name on a sheet. Got to agree with you there, mate. Got to agree He's with you. He's been great. He's been – I've always been – a, a bit of a Jacker fan, and I do think sometimes we've been. I know you haven't. I, I generally think that he's been a little bit mistreated over the times, but also people haven't really seen what he does for the team. He does. He used to do a lot of the donkey work yeah. and not get a lot of credit for it. But I think now he's playing in the position that he prefers, that is probably more natural to him. And if you look back on where he played at Munchen Gladbach, where he plays for Switzerland, that is more of his natural role, that kind of advanced central midfielder. Um, and it makes you wonder. Why we haven't played him there sooner, <laughs> really? Um, but again, I think he's maturing as well. I do think he is generally maturing, and you can see that he is—he's not the captain, but you can still see he's the leader in that team for me. He, he is, is the one that is talking. He's the one that gets people going. He's the one that you know shows that passion. I'm not saying anyone else doesn't, but you can clearly see that, and and I, uh, you can't get enough of that. So yeah, I agree with Shane completely. It's, it's- He's the glue, isn't he? He's the glue. Um, yeah. you know, and Odegaard, you've got a lot of respect for Odegaard for a, a man at that age to actually um, get that team together. Um, but let me just let me just share up um, some of the actual final stats on this. Um, see if this is the one that I wanted. So I had a bit of a uh, so so we had a bit of um, no that was the wrong one. I had a bit of a technical problem in the fact that um, the uh, my cat jumped on the. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mike actually jumped on. I can vouch for that before and yeah. he did jump on and I lost Steve for a couple of minutes. 30 seconds before we went live. I thought you'd been drinking too much. Oh, what, by the way, what are you drinking tonight, Steve? Wait, grape of the game. The grape of the game. This is grape my of the game, yeah. Yeah, the great today, uh, I am. I have a little cheeky um, Shiraz that I'm working on this evening um, nice. as we work our way through. Very nice, heavy body, a bit fruity sits behind it. It's uh, particularly good, particularly good. How about your good self? I have got Portuguese green wine today, and it's Ooh. called cheddar, but not as in cheddar cheese. It's in the Czech Portuguese word, which means like cart, basically, which uh, the ah. donkeys used to pull the grapes along with like wow. um is cheddar and it's portuguese green white it's very very crisp very very nice very very light in the palate yeah mine's mine's a heavy it's a, it's a quite a heavy one this evening and by the way we don't um we, we do not condone in any way people drinking too much right. um and so, i also just want to add out there are other brands of portuguese green wine out there not just cheddar hello and and I, it's been a lot to say it's a long time if anybody wants to send us some wine give it a little mention Give it a mention. Yeah. But anyway, look, let's have a look at the stats. Let's have a look at the stats. Our passing accuracy is what blew me away, actually. Um, you know, we're, we're yeah. actually we're actually really good. So from a possession perspective, we're actually all over them. And Rich said, oh, they, they set up, they set up to um, you know, Rich said last night they set up to do exactly that, hold back. No, they didn't. The formation was exactly the same as ours. We were just too good for them. We genuinely were. Right, you know, I think you look at it's not it's not just the percentage there, it's the amount of passes as well. Yeah, that's impressing me. We've always been a team that passes the ball a lot, but the thing is different this season is we're actually passing it forward, not just sideways and backwards. We are actually, you know, trying to advance with the ball. But you know, like we we attempted just under five hundred passes in that game. You know, that's a lot more than United did. That that's away a lot. I think that's a great stat. Away from yeah. home, yeah. We we took it to basically. You know, so away from home. So, so no, I, I actually, Rich, I disagree with you on this one, mate. I actually think we play better. And I'm going to say this, I'm going to be very provocative in what I say. Um, in that, um, I think Arteta uh, was, uh, and I'm a great fan of Arteta, as you know. Um, I think Arteta was actually the person that um, made the mistake here tactically by um, changing that whole midfield. Yeah, I do too. I think he got a bit excited. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm quite honest with you, I think that we were, we were, Definitely um, getting back in that game. When we got 1-0, I felt that was the time to kind of push on. I felt Arteta then got a bit peed off that we'd conceded so soon after. And then he just panicked a little bit, I yeah. think. He just panicked. And that was the wrong time to bring three subs on. Uh, you know, you've got to then steady that ship for a few while, not concede, and then yeah. try and push on. But then after we had that three subs, we conceded we were never going to get a goal. Never. No, I agree. Uh, I think it, it has to be down to him that. Sorry, got to got about each other's. You know, they matched us formation-wise. They absolutely matched us formation-wise. We outplayed them. We outrun them. Obviously, I mean, they had 12 players on the pitch because um, Tierney was there. So, basically, if it was any other club, you know, Tierney was there, he wouldn't bother. That's a Mancunian ref looking after a Mancunian team in Manchester. Talking about Tierney, right, I look back on, because I've always, you know, I, I'm not obsessed with refs, you know, far beyond it, but I've always wondered, like, he always seems to be a name that is in my head for someone who's, who's you know, done us over in the past. His last four games, we've all we've lost basically. He's, he's refed Arsenal, like he refed the, the Spurs away game last year, which Holding got sent off. Like he refed that game. He refed the away game at Palace where he got turned over three 0 and he refed Chelsea at home last year, but we were rubbish in that game, so I'm okay with that one. You know, he has a tendency of. Of not giving us anything is what I'm trying yeah. to say, and it's not just the like a one game incident. If you look back on them, there's even games that we've won in the past where you know you can look at it and you think actually there were some dodgy decisions in there. I don't quite know what's going on now, but um, I don't, I hope we don't see them anytime soon, ever again. Actually, ever again, um, also, yeah. I believe I can't remember who it was, it was at VAR, I think it was a Mancunian as well. So, but yeah, and and that's it. I think um, Shane's just made a really good point, actually, mate. Um, there. Vieira, do you know what? The little cameo we saw of him, he come on at a really bad time to make your debut, yeah. let's be fair to him. But what I liked about him is he didn't shy away from anything. He went looking for the ball. He wanted to be involved. That's the biggest thing I would like because it would have been quite easy for him to kind of make his debut at Old Trafford when we were 2-1 down, then go 3-1 down, 
for this kind of thing. I don't want to get involved in it. I don't want to get blamed for anything. But he didn't. He tried to get going. Not everything come off for him, but there was a couple of really nice balls that he laid through. That I'm thinking, you've obviously got a good eye for a pass. Yeah. Um, probably a little bit light. We've talked about that before. Um, you know, that people say that he's a bit light. And it does look a little bit, so maybe he has to bulk up a little bit. But he, he looks a decent player already from what I've seen. So I, I want to see more of him. I felt very Odegaard-esque, if I, if you don't mind me saying. When I watched him play, I think some of his... Um, you're absolutely right. Obviously, it's his first time back, knee injury, all that sort of stuff that was going on. But when I watched him, his, his ball distribution, as you say, the eye for a ball, absolutely reminded me very much of Odegaard. So I can see why they went for it. Um, and again, I just think we've got a really, really nice player there. Um, yeah. Will he start every week? Probably not. Are there a load of are there a load of bits that he's going to be working on? Absolutely, you know, cup runs, all that piece. Um, so, so no, I thought I thought you you know, in in, in sad circumstances, had a great um, start. Really, I agree. Yeah, I there. agree. Um, I think so, promising. Promising is the word I would use in a in a not correct. great situation. It, it could have been easy for him to come on, you know, in previous games when we were well ahead, like Bournemouth, for instance. Yeah. So for him to come on in a difficult situation, and you know. Put himself back like he did. I think promising is the word I've used. I definitely can't wait to see more of him. It's interesting. Um, so, so, so you know, when you look at that, and again, it goes back to goes back to it. I feel comfortable. So, I say we've got a good side. I, I genuinely feel comfortable and say Arsenal actually are a good team. You know, mm. and people will be worried to actually play. Against so you asked side. me that question last week, didn't you? You asked me that question yeah. last week about when, and I said possibly next week. And do you know no. what? I will probably kind of agree with you now because even though we lost that game, I saw enough in that game to still put my hand out and say, we're a good team now. You know, we are a good team. And I think that a lot of teams are not going to want to play us, which is what you want no. at the end of the day. 70,000 at Old Trafford. Yeah. And our fans, mate, I could. I mean, I was desperate to get a ticket. I would have loved to have gone. But 70,000 at Old Trafford and I could hear our fans singing along all the way, supporting the team. And it's absolutely, um, absolutely amazing to actually watch yeah. that, that whole vibe, that, that the whole connection with the fans. Just keep that going. Let's yeah. not let our defeat knock that. Let's keep that going. Definitely. You know, I, I, I'm, I, I'm so proud of our fan base um, right now. Um, I'm so proud of our fan base, you know, that where we are, what we're doing. And, you know, the, the, the naysayers will always be there. And I think we need to be big sometimes. And we need to stand up to and say, you know what? The boss made a, made a mistake. But our team our team played well. Do you see all the rips on Saka's um, yeah. legs on his socks? No, but he does those by design. Have you you've not seen it before? He always rips in the back of his socks because of his calves. So he gives a bit more pressure. Every oh, game he does. Every, every yeah. game he puts two or three little rips in his socks. I mean, not the kit man must hate him. But, you know. Not, that's not because uh, people give him a kick in. Sometimes I think they get worse because the holes are already in there and right. the studs kind of get them worse. And I think it was the case at United. But if you look at him every single game, he always has his socks like that because he keeps calves quite big. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I, I, I wish I wish I had that problem, mate. I've just got skinny little legs, as you'll see on, on, on um, Sunday. So, look, let's round <laughs> it up. Let's, let's round this up. Now, and, and everybody, I, 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 know, I know some of the guys at the Over and Over Again Network, like yourself, took it really badly. Um, and yeah, I took it really badly. Do we think we played badly? No. Do we no. defend badly for the two goal? That's yeah, fine. a couple of mistakes. A couple of mistakes. Um, am I worried about the midfield? That was the other part, the other question that we had. Well, Partey's back apparently, so he's back on Sunday or in contention for Sunday. Yeah. Do I look at this team? And we're going to talk about Thursday because that's an important, important day. Do I look at this team and think to myself, you know what, we've got some good players here. We've got some good players, absolutely. Uh, I, I, and genuinely, generally, you know, I don't want for the fans to start feeling a, a, neg a negative vibe. But genuinely, I, I would love that connection to continue on. I would love the boys to pick it up. And I think that's, that's a really good segue into the um, FC Zurich game back in Europe. What's your feel? Well, how do you feel, Alan, right now, mate? And I know Thursday should go as well, mate. But, mate, come on. We're back in Europe. What does that work? Do you know what? what? I'm, I'm excited to be back in Europe. I, it, it, in a way, I didn't mind missing a, a season. It sounds crazy. I didn't mind it because it's now made me appreciate it more now. You know, last season I was peed off about it. But the fact that we're back in it now, I think last season probably done us good. Yeah. Or done me good. 
Um, we've got a favourable group. Um, I always like European competitions. And I usually like playing teams that we haven't played before, which is always good as well. And like, you know, going to new places, etc. I am confident, um, you know, Zurich are not really putting up trees in the league at the moment, but we can't really look into that because it's a different competition. Um, I think that we need to take it seriously. I wouldn't want to see wholesale changes. I do think we are going to have changes. We are going to have players coming in, but I wouldn't want to see wholesale changes because that's going to disrupt the, you know, the flow of the team that's been going well. But I'm I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, well, I always find the five forty-five kickoffs a bit odd, though. It's a bit bit, bit weird if you got to work. Yeah, stuff, I've got to run out. But I literally have told my boss I'm running out of me. Look, I'm going to I'm going to share some stats with you on the Zurich thing. Um, and I know you've got a counter. You've got a repost. I believe, to this. Possibly. Possibly, so, yeah. So, so, look, mate, like, I got a minus, like, a minus 12 goal difference. You know, this is it, it, terrible. Like, seriously, it, it, you know, I look at this, um, and this is less the kind of form. And I want to touch... Actually, it's I want to terrible. I want to touch Bad, it. They Didn't they win the league last year? I, I believe they did. Well, is there only nine in the Super League? Is, is this the, the the Swiss Super League? I don't know, but I'm, I, I, they either won it or were nearly up there. I mean, um, that's bad, though, isn't it? That I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. The, <laughs> um, have, I have they kept their have they kept their manager, or, or, or is, is Scott Parker going to go for the job? I don't know. I think all. I think Scott Cardigan's Parker um, should definitely go for this job because he can, yeah, it's it that looks like Bournemouth. I mean, that's bad. There's a lot of red in there, isn't there? Look at that. Oh, mate, mate, you can't. Like, like, I'm looking at that. Like, but didn't you get what's your stat that you had though in Europa League for them? So believe it or not. On the official UEFA website, FC Zurich currently ranked number one for the Europa League. You are kidding me. <laughs> no, but mainly because they've they've played four games in the competition so far this year and won four. That's the only reason. It's all, they, they, rank, they, they rank it based on points and stuff. Like so, Arsenal are currently twentieth in the Europa League. We haven't kicked a ball yet. You know that. You know, out of what seventy four teams or something. So. You know, just to put it in perspective. But yeah, they're currently ranked number one with UEFA for Europa League. They've, they've played four in the competition, which I'm assuming is two qualifying home and aways, and they've won four. Um, so they're, they're ranked number one. Um, but based on the stats you're showing me there, I'm not going to read anything into that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at this. So for me, um, hang on, hang on a second. I just want, I just, again, Shane, you, you're coming in with some blinders. Shane, come on the show next week, mate. Come on, come on, come on as our guest. Yeah, just quickly, we've got 32 minutes into the show, and that's the first time you've asked someone to come on. That's a record for you. Well done. Right, that's got to be. Come on, Shane. Come on. We need you, mate. We need you. Bring your grape for the game as well. Um, look, can we win the Europa League? I think we have a better chance than top four. Disagree. Mm. Disagree. I think we can do both. Can, can we not have both? Yeah, I'd like yeah. both, please. Shane, I'm thinking both, mate. Come on next week and tell us why you think Europa League. Come on, big man. We got we got space for you. Just bring your grapes with it, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, so look, we got our team. We're coming off back of a, a bit of a hiding, you know. Um, one that one that the odds kind of turned around and said we shouldn't do. We've got this team that are absolutely abysmal in a uh, in the Super League. Um, in there, um, what are you thinking? What would you do if you're you're so you're getting paid millions that Arteta's getting paid right now, Adam? Right? Mm -hmm. What would you do? Uh, where would we go with the team? Um, again, I do think we're going to have changes, but I would try and keep the nucleus or at least a nucleus. I think that probably good to give, let's just start at the back, probably good to give Ramsdale a rest, give Matt Turner a chance to see what yeah. he's got. Um, I think Ramsdale could do with uh, coming out the firing line for a little bit. Um, I'd like to see Tommy give him minutes. He's obviously yeah. come on as a sub and he's looked okay, but you're only going to ever get better giving him minutes. I expect yeah. Tierney to start at the left. Obviously, Tierney's played couple of games in the Premier League, I expect him to start. I would probably expect probably Saliba still to start. Um, yeah. Give Gabriel a rest, maybe. Possibly bring Holding in alongside Saliba to give him yeah. some minutes. Um, I wouldn't, you know, I don't think we've got anyone else who could go unless you with Ben White, but I'd, I'd give so, Ben White and I'd give Gabriel hang, a rest. Hang on a sec, hang on a sec. So, right, so let's just take a step back, right? Let's have a look at what you got. So, Matt Turner's, um, does he play for, he doesn't play for America, does he? Is he um, yeah, he's, I think he's USA goalkeeper, isn't he? So, got a USA goalkeeper, right? You've got um, Tommy, 
who's obviously yep. yeah, Japanese international. You got Tierney, Scottish international. Scottish international. Yeah. in there, right? And you got Rob yep. Robin, who, who yeah. really should be, I think, should be in the um, England squad. So right, that that like, yeah, I'm sorry, mate. It's not bad, is it? It's not yeah. bad. That's that, and that's that. That we're putting together. So I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. It's a lot, I mean, already it's a lot better than Pablo Marie, isn't it? And um, mate, you know, what a handsome man, though. What a handsome man. Come on, what a handsome. So Pablo Marie, yeah. Handsome, handsome, you know, really good. Useless. I wish him. Like, I wish him nothing but the yeah. best. But I as long as you yeah. don't set, as long as you don't put that kit on again, I'll be happy. Stay away from the Emirates, pal. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see Sambi keep his place. Give him a few more minutes. Get him some confidence. Um, I'd still keep Zaka in the team. Um, I think he's too important to the way we're playing at the moment. I just think, you know, Odegaard probably have a rest. Um, I think he's had a couple of knocks recently as well. Yeah. Maybe Vieira. Vieira, yeah. I'd like to see play. Um, I think up front is where you might see more changes. Um, I don't think Mark Eddie definitely will start. I think Gabriel will, will come off. Eddie has to have minutes. I mean, we're yeah. paying him 100 grand a week and he ain't started a game yet. So he's got to get some minutes. Come on. Um, I know Smith Rowe's going to be out. That's a shame. Otherwise, I think he would have been a sure firing on the left. Marquinhos? Marquinhos? I think Marquinhos might be seen as a sub because we haven't seen any minutes from him yet. That's why. And I think we'll see him maybe come on for the last 20 minutes, half an hour. Um, That's just me. Mate, apparently he played for the under-21s. He was an absolute baller. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him start, definitely. But I don't know if we will. I think you've got to give Saka a rest, so maybe Marquinhos will come in. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I think Saka does right? need that risk. Who you put out on the right, then? I would put Marquinhos, but I don't think he will. I would put Marquinhos out well, there. Well, Marquinhos uh, is naturally left, isn't he? So you'd play him on the left. Um, right. on the, who, who are we going to put out on the right, though? That's the problem we've got. Um, Vieira can play there. Vieira can yeah. play out on that wide right, which I think is one of the reasons why we signed him. To kind of give that cover for Saka, but then who are you going to put more in the middle? Interesting. Yeah. Um, again, Smith Rowe isn't going to travel from what I gather. I don't know how gutted, you know, I know that he, I absolutely I don't know how bad it is. Nothing's come out that it, how bad it is yet, though, so we're waiting to hear that. I I don't think we're going to we're going to see some youngsters in the squad, but whether they'll play or not, I don't know. I don't know. It could be interesting out on the wide sides, really. I think Eddie definitely down the front. What about? I don't know about the wide right, wide left. I can't. I, I think Saka needs a rest. Yeah. Martinelli probably doesn't need a rest as much. So potentially, I'd start Martinelli and keep that continuity going for him. What do you I think? Don't, I don't. I, I don't. I, I wouldn't want to play Martinelli. Like I'll have him on the bench. No, no, no doubt about it. Uh, absolutely on there. So, so when I look at it, good point, Shane. Actually, Shane's on fire today. Shane's on absolutely. Yeah, fire. probably. Look at this one. Look at this one. Arteta will fit Cedric in somewhere. So, potentially. It depends on how fit Tommy Ashley is. I would like to see Tommy Ashley get some uh, minutes. Definitely Tierney. Uh, definitely Holden. Definitely Saliba. Right? You know, at the end of the day, Ben White and Gabriel have to, have to, have to, um, you know, have some time. He'll but probably I, squeeze Cedric in as a right winger. You know, yeah. put him down there. I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if we had Zinchenko in midfield for Odegaard. That's not a bad shout, actually, um, because he is he is a midfielder by trade. Yeah. And, um, then, and then you could push Vieira out to the right. Although I want to see him in the middle, if I'm honest with you, you could push Vieira out to the right. I'm I'm uncomfortable playing Chaka again if we don't have to. But it's his home. It's kind of like his his hometown. Yeah, and I just think that I don't know. I think at the moment where he's playing so well when he's leading that team, I think that he could at least start that game and then come off maybe so, in the second half. Yeah, so Sambion, potentially Zinchenko, potentially um, Shaka, Marquinhos doing the uh, Martinelli. But you think, you think beyond those players we're mentioning, we are going into the realms of the youngsters who are, are a bit unproven then because we have then got the injuries. Yeah. Who's the guy I, on the bench at the weekend? Um, Oliveira, wasn't it? Oliveira was on the bench at the weekend? Yes. Like, I don't know much about him, if I'm quite honest with you. Um, I, mean, I think we could potentially see someone like him or Smith get minutes. We'll see. But... I'll tell you, hang on a sec. Who did we have on? So on the bench, Matt Turner, Kieran Tierney, Smith Rowe, Inketia Holding, Cedric, Tommy Ashu. Fab- uh, no, so we had Vieira and we had Marquinhos. Was it Marquinhos? Who's the other guy we've got in the, the youngster who we've got? It was Marquinhos on the bench. So, 
he will probably play. He's he's the one I'm thinking of, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Who else is the other one we had on the bench? Oh, Matt Smith was the one we had on the bench against um, who we played the other week against Hello, Villa, Matt. weren't it? Matt Smith. Matt Smith was on the bench against Villa. He's the yeah. one I'm thinking of. Okay. But, so um, potentially, he. I don't think he'll start, but he'll definitely be involved. So you could potentially have. So, so what we could potentially see is Vieira out on the right. Although I'd like, I'd actually like him in the middle. If I'm honest with you. I would like to see Vieira in the middle do that Odegaard kind of role. Eddie definitely up front. I low key, mate. Um, definitely um, Eddie. Eddie's got to go up front. We've got to give Jay Z's five minutes because he had the living daylights beaten out of him. Um, we're going to move, uh, as I say, I'd like to see Marquinhos on the left. Just purely, have you seen him? You've, he's like, yeah. mate, he's like, I want to see, I want to see more of him. He, he looks like he could be a real threat, I think. And I think part of his thinking does Arteta know this and he's just going to kind of surprise him on the world against a, a good team or not? I don't know. Um, yeah, him, it does look good. Give him minutes, let him tear it up. Like, you know, look, mate, again, you saw the stats. You know, don't make me get the um, jury stats out again on you. Like, no, no, well, you, I'm not. I'm just telling you as I've seen it, but um, I'm not reading anything into that. But I, I genuinely feel we need to get in there, absolutely terrorise them. Do not hold back. Do not give them one one inch of breathing space. Get absolutely in there. Get right in their faces and score. Put it this way, I pulled up I pulled up FC Zurich's squad earlier. Right, cool. there was no worries there. It, it's just, <laughs> it was, there's no there's no one on there that I even remotely recognise that might cause us any problems. And they got a right winger we can use. They got a little right winger we grab, they got a right winger we could grab on loan for a couple of days. Um so no, <laughs> I, I don't want Saka, I don't want Saka to go. Uh, I don't want Saka to fly out there. If anyone knows B, I said it last night. Welcome to come on the show. Come on the show on Thursday. Come on, B. Don't do it. You know, be part of it. So I genuinely want I can't wait to see Marquinhos. I want to see Vieira play. Max Turner in goal for sure. Because I, th- I think uh, Ramsdale's been getting a whole load of stick recently. Um, yeah, that, that back four sounds frightening to me. Like, you know, yeah. we, we get to see that. You know, Tierney, Holden. Um, you know, uh, Saliba, Tommy Ashu or Cedric, depending on how fit Tommy Ashu is, right? Then whoever wants, Jinchenko potentially, and Jacker in the midfield um, with uh, Vieira out on the right, Marquinhos on the left. Um, I think Eddie it'll be a front. good indication of how serious he's taking it, the team we put out. It'll be a really good indication about how serious he's going to take it. And I hope he does take it serious. You know, We um, cannot falter. We cannot no. falter. We have, we have momentum right now. We are top of the league. Okay, and 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 you know it's beyond our wildest dreams. You know, if you just said to me, "Listen, guys, we're going to win the first five of our, our first six games," I'd have been I'd have been buying your pints all day long, and potentially an overpriced hot dog at the Emirates. Um, to be fair, Steve, I've had some pretty wild dreams. I mean, you, know, you don't <laughs> want to push. Me. You don't want to push me on that. <laughs> so, I'd, I'd have been there. But look, to, to go go into Europa League our first time, we haven't been there for a while. We just got to go in there. 100%. No messing around. No holding back. No, no BS. The other one that's and interesting... It's not oh, even mate. it's not even their stadium. We ain't even got to worry about going to someone else's stadium. Oh. It's not even their own. Don't start me on that. Do not start. Because I almost... But I'm, I, I, honestly, we, it's, it's only, I've got I've got like this big... Co- we've got this company do. We've got everybody there. Like for the whole of the company. And I was desperately trying to get out of it because I could get tickets to yeah. go and see it. Like, I almost booked flights to Zurich to find out that all our travelling fans, two to 3,000 of them, have to drive 80 kilometres to Grasshopper Stadium. Yeah. I'm sorry, that is yeah. ridiculous. They knew this pathetic athletics nonsense that they're running, uh, that, uh, that was an athletic show, but they knew about this. Why the hell didn't you tell us in advance? We, yeah. We're buying our tickets, we're getting sorted out. Why? What, what blithering idiot has put this together? It's pretty shocking. I mean, uh, obviously tickets were readily available because I got offered them as well. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I, I would love to have gone, but again, work-wise, just couldn't, couldn't make it. But um, it's just ridiculous. And, you know, they would have known about this months in advance. You know, this yeah. kind of this thing. It, it's a joke. It's a joke. So, But again, that's another reason why it's not to be scared, though. It's not even their own ground where I don't think it would be intimidating. Switzerland doesn't really strike me as an intimidating country to go to. Um, but even if it's not their own stadium, it's, it's you know, that's something else that's going to play in our favour. Unless they start shouting Ricola at us from a distance, that, that could be quite scary. 
Um, like <laughs> cowbells and then big horn things. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about yeah. the cowbells. That could get pretty noisy. That could get pretty noisy. Yeah, Vuvuzela is at a different level, like Swiss level yeah. uh, going off. Um, but look, I think it's going to be a great game. I genuinely believe we're going to do particularly well. And I think it's going to set us in good stead for Sunday um, as we start to move forward. So so I do want to see these new players. I desperately want to see Marquinhos play. I want to see Vieira get a full 90 so. minutes as you get at it. And I, and I want Eddie to see Hattrick. How... Eddie Hattrick first. Yeah, Eddie Hattrick. Who was it? That, I think it was Neil that said like 19 nil or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Um, I'd be disappointed if Neil said anything other six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's 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 provocative with his scores. <laughs> That's one word. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Neil, come on, mate. And what did you say the score was going to be? Come on, let's give it out. Didn't, Shane, didn't he say like he, he said five nil Everton. I know that Neil said five nil Everton, but I think he was quite. I think he was only two nil Zurich. I think if I remember rightly. Was he? Yeah, because I, uh, yeah, I, I think I was quite disappointed. And then he got back to his, you know, form when he said five nil Everton. I think that was that was it. There we if go. Neil was in the chat. Tell me if I'm, I'm wrong. Neil, so. Neil was, yeah, 2-0. Two 2-0, nil. Two two nil, see? I listen. I listen two to nil. these things. 2-0. And then 5-0 Everton, weren't it, Neil? It said 5-0 Everton, if I remember rightly. Everton, now that's an interesting one. So let's have a quick... I just want to touch on a couple of little things about some of the matches that went on over the weekend. Um, and we'll get to the Everton. I've got some stats You mean the fo- football versus VAR at the weekend, yeah? Yes, yeah. And, um, but look, listen, I've got, I got a... Oh God, Neil Bruff, come on! Told you, told you. I love this man for this very reason. Like I cannot wait, cannot wait till Sunday. We will talk yeah. about that. We will talk about the amazing trip to North London. And my apologies. Like, so I'm, I'm also the other one, guys. This part of the show is uh, I've now taken to doing a vlog. So I drive in from from Hampshire. I drive into North London, and so are you driving uh, Sunday? I'm gonna to have to, mate. I'm gonna to have to. But it doesn't stop me having a pint with you, pal. Don't worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pint with you. Um, so. I want to do an outtake videos of the vlogs that we got going on because there's one guy almost smashed into the side of me as I was getting to um, as I was getting literally getting to the um, M3, getting onto it. Uh, this cab almost took me out, and then, and I played the video back of it because <laughs> I knew Rich had to. And honestly, it it was it was just like beeps for a long time. So I'm gonna do, uh, by the end of the year, I promise everybody. By the end of the season, I'm gonna do an outtakes of all my um, video swearing that I've done in the vlogs and just make that an 18 only. But we digress. We digress. Um, so it looks like old uh, Rogers is on his oh, way out. Unless that, how are you feeling about Rogers. that? But Rogers, yeah, is Rogers. Off there. Um, it couldn't have happened to a nicer fella, to be honest. I mean, um, I, I'm, I don't know. He's always annoyed me. I, I don't know. It's something about. He's always been quite smarmy. He, he never. I know that once he was linked with us, and. For a brief second, I thought it could work, but it was very brief. And then I realised how much I disliked him. Um, I think Rogers has this thing that when he joins a club, he does well. And then when it kind of sets in, he doesn't know how to do it again. He doesn't know how to kind of restart. Um, I, I think that from Leicester's perspective, I think they need to change completely. Yeah. Um, but if he loses a job, he'll get another one. I mean, like he, he'll get another one. He'll get another decent job as well. Um, but... Do I think he probably deserves Yes, he's Zurich. I mean, Bournemouth, possibly Bournemouth. I don't think he'll go to. But, um, yeah, I think it's at time. I mean, like, if Bournemouth was sacking Scott Parker, Leicester should probably sack Brendan Rodgers. Do you know what I mean? Based on yeah. the, based on, based on performances and form. Leicester just look lost. Whenever I've seen them play, they look, look, look lost. Against us, in spells, they actually looked okay in spells. But I saw the game against Brighton at the weekend. And when they went up, I thought, oh, they're, they're, they're back in it. And then Brighton just tore them a new one. And they, yes. the players just didn't know what to do. They, they, they were like rudderless. They didn't have any kind of guidance on the field, off the field. And he's just lost that dressing room. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm surprised. I heard, I think, as I said in the group, that it was going to happen today um, from someone who's yeah. usually pretty spot on. Um but I, I do think it, it, it's only a matter of time. I think I'll be surprised if he's still in a job at the weekend. Um, yeah, I, I tend to agree. And, you know, he has got, I think, second only to Tierney. He's got one of those faces I could never grow tired of slapping. Did, did you ever see the documentary there on him? Or on Liverpool? Documentary? No, when I went to his house, um, I think it was when he was, I think, was it Liverpool? I don't know when it was. They went to his house. They spent like a day in their life. 
he's got a painting of himself at the bottom of his staircase. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, that, wouldn't that's, you? when I saw that, that said it all. And it's not even a good painting. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, the artist was probably doing it in favour. As Sean said many uh, on, on one of the uh, earlier shows, can't believe it's a sick show. Can you believe that? Uh, Sean said on the end, hello, Sean, mate. I know you're watching. Um, missing you, brother. Um, uh, he said, uh, was it Brendan Rogers as the uh, fa face that even his mother turns the pictures back to front on, which I thought was really quite funny. No, I, I think he's, um, I think he is a very, very uh, pretentious, um, yeah. you know, he just grates on almost all fans because I, I never like to see um, managers being sacked, um, no, genuinely, no. unless it's Mourinho from Tottenham. Um, I cried because I wanted him to stay a bit longer. Um, that and, and Bruno, what's his face? Um, I was hoping he could stay a bit longer. But but you know when when I look at that that Leicester team and actually uh, and I, they should I be doing more with that team. The team's not right. that bad on paper, you know. Why I mean? well, we didn't buy Tielemans, I have no idea because I think he played out of his skin actually um, at the weekend. We should we should have had we should have had Tielemans. Um, generally, generally think unless we're nickel and diamond and wait until January to get in cheap. But I think so. Well, 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 yeah. Again, the interesting one is got a run of games, and then we go into this break before the internationals, don't we? And and then you've got the World Cup, and, and there's actually some breaks in there where, where we can actually get to January and start to sign up, you know, get these players on on contracts that that sit there um, on there. But but from Roger's perspective, you know, he's a multi multi millionaire. He's an arrogant man. He's not a particularly good manager. He's always almost he's an almost random kind of guy and so you know i i think leicester would be good uh shot of him the only thing that i would say i think i would say on his behalf is that they haven't really given him the money this season to do anything for that team no but i also think that he's had enough beforehand and hasn't yeah. really brought in the end of the day it's leicester they have got some the owners i think have, have done enough for leicester over the years let's be fair yeah I think if anyone's talking about owners, Leicester owners are not the issue. They've never had any problems with their owners and I think they've supported that club really well. And I think it's just got to that stage where they're kind of probably thinking, well, we've given you enough but you've not really delivered. He missed out on the Champions League on the last day of the season, what, two years in a row when he yeah. should have, like, like he'd done an Emery, basically, didn't he? He'd done an yeah. Emery, he'd done an Arteta last year. And I think they kind of said, well, you've had enough money. You know, there's only so much we can give you. Um, I don't. I don't think it's about that. I'm sure that the Leicester owners will find money if they get a new manager. I'm sure of it. They've got money. Right. Yeah, Somehow. what is that? They've got money. Yeah, yeah and that's thing. So what? Anyway, listen, just quick. What's your prediction for um, Zurich again? What are you thinking? I I want to go. F I'm not nil, uh, but I'm going to go three nil. I think. Three -nil. I think we'll do them. Yeah, three nil, and I think we'll probably get two two or two early goals. And then get one in the second half. Like I think that we'll get a couple of early goals, put it to bed, play some nice football. Yeah, yeah. three 0 Good. All right, mate. I'm 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 taking two 0 Um, but I just want us to batter them. Generally, if if we get twenty, I'll be like cartwheeling and probably arrested in Birmingham. But but there you go. But look, football returns back to. Oh, mate, back to North London. Back to North London. Back to I can't yeah. get the right shoulder. There we go. Back to our home. Back to um, the Emirates, mate. We're going to be there together. Back in North London. Come on. Come on. Let's have a little look. Everton. Talk to me about Everton. What are we thinking right now? Everton, I think, are better than their results say. I do. I think that especially the last few games, I think if I'm right, they haven't lost in four, but they also haven't won in four. I think they've had like, a run of draws. Well, um, and let, me, I, let me just hang on. Hang on with that. Let me, let is me that just... right? Let me, let, that up. let me just show you, mate. Let's have a little looky-see. So when I look at yeah, this... Look, I was right. Look, like, like four draws in a row, see? There you go. When we look at this, they can't score goals. No, that's their problem. They, 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 that is their problem. They signed... And then they, they went and signed Neil Morpé, who can't score goals either. So that was a good move by them. No, but he does, <laughs> he does, he does annoy... Um, uh, what's his name? Ginduzi. So Yeah, so that's, that's one thing in his favour, I guess. Um, do you know what? Like, I've never had a major problem with Everton because I've really hated Liverpool. So the fact that they hate Liverpool yeah. as well has always made me quite like Everton. And as you know, we had Chris on our Thursday show a few weeks ago as well. So me and Chris literally talk every day about football. Um, but that's their main problem. Um, and also when you say that probably Alex Awobi is their best player right now, that says a lot about them as well. 
Yes. Um, and that's that's not really just being exaggerated. He actually is probably their best player right now. I, I've, I've never, said, play, that. I've never the... said that in my life, but yes, no, I'll, I'll yeah. take that. He, he's he's playing centre midfield for them, and he's making them, you know, whatever when they do play, he's he's the one they're going through. Um, that's the thing. I think that we should win. We we should win, and never take things for granted. But we should no. have too much for them currently. Um, I think Lampard has made some pretty shrewd signings though. Well, um, I think so. Yeah, well, on paper again, I mean, they've had some pretty shocking signings over the over the years, uh, yeah. over the past few years. But I think that the centre midfielder Anana, he, he, I think, could be yeah. a real good player once he gets settled in. Uh, they've bought two centre backs, you know, Premiership centre backs, Tarkovsky, Cody, who should shore yeah. it up at the back a little bit. It is just going forward where they are going to still struggle. They're playing um, Gordon up front, who I don't think is an out and out striker. Really, I love it. I do love him. He's a great uh, player. He's great. I'll, I'll but I don't think... But he's not going to score them 15 goals, is he? Really? No. He's not going to do no. that. But... <coughs> Sorry, mate. Um, <laughs> Neil mate, mate, has made me laugh again. Look, look, really, come behave yourself, mate. Behave yourself. He's in a good mood again. He's in a good mood. 20. He I think he's laughing at you. He's laughing at you. 20 deals to the Arsenal. Right. Anyway, look. look, 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 look. Word of caution here. Word of caution. Right. This is how they played against Liverpool, right? And and actually, you know, we cannot tell. I don't think we can take them for granted because I genuinely believe Chubby Frank, my rotund friend, has actually started to actually turn this team around. That's not, that not to say we won't win, right? But honestly, I I, I think we need to be very careful here. Um, to if because if we underestimate, them, like we did at the end of last season when we absolutely tonked them. Oh, that was awful. Um, that game. That was awful. That, and they were on the beach when they were on the beach. They were um, awful, yeah. We we could be we could be in, in, in trouble. I do believe though, right? So here's 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 my, my thing, and this is what, what I'm gonna say is that I genuinely, genuinely believe that from no, I know I know Neil, you're not saying that, mate. So so I genuinely believe, right? If we have a good win on Thursday, you know, with with a mix of the new players and we get into the Emirates on Sunday and we give them Right in their ear, the, the way that we've been doing the tequila song, I'm looking forward to singing repeatedly. Um, there, and we absolutely get at them. Um, we would absolutely steamroll them. I genuinely think we'll steamroll them. I won't think it will, I don't think, like, like all joking aside, I don't think it's going to be the five to you know, five no. ones that we did before. Um, but I genuinely believe that we will be too much for them. I, I just think, you know, I, I do too. We, we have got too much for them. I think that for one thing, our speed. Is one yeah. thing that that's one thing I have noticed about Everton. They don't have much pace at all, especially no. at the back. Um, so if we can kind of get at them, I don't, you know, we should win. We should win. Yeah. But um, Frank's going to set them up for a draw and play on and play on a counter attack or try and get set piece. That's how he's going to set that team up, not to concede, to break us when we can and to try and get a set piece. That's the way he's going to do it. So I think I'd that, do that. I, I I love that. Please, please do that because that means yeah. that we're going to be we're going to be in their half. Um, for, a, for a lot of it. And, and and Neil, mate, it's not going to be the first 20, 30 minutes. It's going to be 60, 70 minutes in the same way we did to uh, Man United you know, and all the other teams. I don't think it's no longer, we don't run out of puff anymore at 20, 30 minutes. Um, there we go in. So I'm saying that we're going to win. I, I genuinely believe we're going to win. No, I believe we're going to win on Thursday. We're going to rotate in and hopefully we're going to start to see some amazing players. And... Um, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that, that's got to be the best one, Loki, mate. Absolutely, <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, the, I, I'll tell you the best. Actually, Loki, best one to do is go on YouTube. There's that guy. There's a Dutch guy that goes around. There's a Dutch guy that goes goes around um, with a camera that catches people on the phones, and he caught Frank Lampard on his phone driving driving his his car. He came into Basingstoke where I live, and there was literally an army of people that wanted to knock this guy off his bike and do it. So it's like really funny. But uh, yes, yes, sorry, Neil. Sorry, Neil, mate. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I just think we're going to be too much. We've just got to have that confidence. We've got to drive, and it's imperative that as fans, we absolutely let them know that this is our house. This is where we live. You're coming into our manor. This is into North London. This is the Emirates Stadium. Come on, the Gunners! What's Steve said? 
Look, we're coming to the top of the hour. Uh, I wanted to say that everybody that's watched today, thank you so much. Thank you for your interaction. Thank you for all of the good fun that we, we've had. Uh, no, we're not going to. No, no, hang on, hang on. I'm not having that. Neil, I am not having that. We will not be dropping in the second gear, right? We will not be dropping in the second gear. We will. Keep... Neil's, like, Neil's like the Oracle. He's literally yeah. like the Oracle now. He's just minute by minute. I love it. He's going to bend the spoons, isn't he? He's going to be like the Matrix. He's going to bend the spoons and give us the cooking, tell, tell us we're not the chosen ones. Um, but look, you know, guys, we're going to go. Ahead. Thank you to everybody that's out there. Thank you to all the people that take their time out to listen to me talk nonsense and Adam speak tr the truth. Um, I'm looking forward to meeting everybody. <laughs> I'm looking forward to meeting everybody down at the uh, from, from the over and over again network down at the um, down at the uh, stadium. And um, apparently, Neil's buying. Like, he's in such a good mood, everybody. <laughs> I think so, Neil said he's going to buy as many beers as his prediction. I think that's why I heard. Oh, my God. I'm leaving the car in the uh, thing. So, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next week. If not, we'll see you at the Emirates! Yeah,